Hey, what's up, winos? This is Quake. And Dave. With our holiday, step one of our holiday extravaganza. Yeah, welcome to another episode of Cheap Wine Finder. And today we're going to talk about some of the cool things we've done lately, because we're always doing cool things. That's what we do. And we're going to, we got a bubbly, uh, do we not? And maybe a, a little a high-end bubbly that's kind of unexpected. And uh, Yes, sir. We got some Prosecco today. There we go. And we're going to... Well, first of all, we're going to get some uh, talk about some cool things that we uh, we've been doing. What do you want to do? You want to start that off? Yeah. What did we do? Like, if we go back to the fall, there was Nancy's thing at Main Street Wines, the and the Lagrange. fall gala. That was awesome. Yeah, it's like one of the best suburban tastings. Um, if you're from Chicago and the western suburbs, this thing is huge. There's music. There's food. There's high end wines. There's it's really good tasting. They have a spring and they have a fall. Galen, they have other things going on too. They always have events. That's mainstream wine and liquors. They got a dude playing guitar in there. Yeah, and the, and there's just, I mean, we met some pretty cool winemakers. Yeah, you know, it's in the suburbs, and you don't expect it to have the, the quality of wines that you know you don't always see that everywhere, and uh, and the and actually getting reps from the wineries there too. It's a step up, uh, and it's huge. It's in a ballroom. It's really nice, and it goes on for hours, and people are having fun, and it's a good thing to do. Nancy's cool peeps. Nancy and her son are some of my favorite peeps. They're so nice. They're they're, they're one of the few people that uh, put up with us, right? Yeah. What else? We did uh, the Chill, the Luxon Chill in November. That's an annual event at the Merchandise Mart, which is on the river in Chicago. Chicago. At one point, it was the largest in terms of volume building in the world. It's not that tall, but it's a huge freaking building. Yeah, and they're doing this cool thing with the art on the outside of it these days. Oh, they, like they light it up. And all yeah. that stuff. Yeah, they have artists do light shows on the building. But we were inside the building, and it's just a bunch of showroom after showroom of uh, high end kitchens and, and bathrooms. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, wine and uh, a Chicago chef in there doing his thing. Yeah, the showrooms will have like a refrigerator and a stove that costs more than your car. And then those cabinets are from craftsmen in the Black Forest who hand major craftsmen. You know, it's like, it's like, like there's like $500,000 kitchens in these rooms. Oh, yeah, it's and, pretty cool. And that's your party at. room, and there's a bunch of them. And um, what is it? They always tout it as 50 top chefs, 150 premium wines. And then uh, they raise money for these charities. It's the Lynn Sage Foundation, the Respiratory Health Association, and a place called the Saturday Place. Uh, we started going to that, what, 2007? That's their first year. They've raised over $1.85 million for those charities. Yeah, all while having a really good time because every showroom is an extravaganza. I mean, just, just being allowed in and out of these showrooms is kind of cool, but when you have all these... Uh, chefs making food and all these really kind of wonderful wines. And the thing about it is in there, though, maybe two or three wines, a lot of tastings, there's like row after row of tables and everybody's pushing and shoving. This is so spread out that you really don't have a problem with that. No, it's really spread out. That's one of the things I like about that yeah, thing. And you go in, yeah, yeah, you're drinking be a Mar- good stuff for charity. Yeah, there'll be like a, a string quartet in one of these things, and a Marachi band in another, and some guy playing the flute over here. And 
Oh yeah, and oh, all there's the performance art guys. Oh yeah, there's like uh, it kind of looks like some surreal 1890s London with people on stilts walking by, and that lady with a dress that was actually all these little cakes. Yeah, she was the des- dessert table. Yeah. And, and there's uh, always some guy in like a crazy bicycle that is shooting beer out of this thing. And it's like, <laughs> it's like, whoa, all in this 1930s marble building full of fancy high end bathrooms and kitchens. Heck yeah. So maybe we'll see you there next year. Yeah, Lux home chill. Yeah. If you haven't been doing it, I mean, it's uh, it's, it doesn't go, for, it, it's, maybe two or three hours long. It's not a drunken thingamajig. It's out having wine and having fun. It's um, it, you really can't replicate it anywhere else. And uh, in the merchandise Mart, it's, you know, it's a brown line stop is right there. It's a 15 minute walk to the trains, you know, so it's, it's pretty good. Oh yeah. And that's what we've been. That's a couple of things that we've been doing and like uh, some really great tastings. You always want to know about the good ones, the ones that go a, a step further fire there you know give you a little bit more than just somebody pouring wine can you sell me up the wine no you know you get that all the time yeah we got another little local bubbly tasting we're gonna go to right after this as a matter of fact oh uh it's like a party i know uh from a talking cat yeah that's right (laughs) he hates mondays and overpriced wine (laughs) yes but loves bubbly. <laughs> no, it's Garfield's. That's a chain here. It's it's a really it's a really nice tasting. It's a it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to so after we do this, we're going to well keep on going. But you know what else do we do? Yeah. Well, let's get started today. We've got Mianetto. Yeah. What are, okay, what do we got? It's the orange label, right? Yeah. So um, we have the ill bottle which is you've seen that in stores it's just il and it's got the real striking graphics and that's kind of for uh you know that's really drink it now young and pizza wine yeah um the one we're going to get into so mianetto has these levels the ill level that i just talked about the prestige level which is what we're going to be drinking today they have an avant-garde level and then the top of the line is the luxury level. Yeah. And that one is the one I mean, with sparkling wine, the longer the second fermentation lasts, the creamier the wine gets. So uh, if you like yours like uh, crisp and everything, then get the less expensive. If you want some creaminess going on, then try to find one that's got a little bit of an extended, I think it's term is triage, isn't it? I believe so. Yeah. And here we go. We're going to pop a top in this, man. Yes, this is the from the Prestige collection again. It's the Mianetto Prosecco. It's got DOC Treviso. What's up, Doc? And DOC is the Domain Originian Controlitza. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Valbian. What's it? Valbianito or (laughs) Valbianani or you're talking about my Italian is every bit as good as my French. Yeah, so that just means the grapes are from Treviso, which is in the Veneto. Treviso is kind of where Prosecco originated, yeah. along with Tiramisu, I find out. But the Val Benedetti, <laughs> that's <laughs> that's in the middle. It's this hilly place. That's D-O-C-G. G stands for guaranteed. And that's basically based on the land there. Uh, grapes like hillsides. You know, the, the, the water is good there. The temperature I mean, doesn't rain too much. The climate's good there. It's like the best spot for grapes is a DOC is the DOCG, but 
there is no bad spot for grapes. So DOCs, for my taste, I, 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 I usually can't tell the difference between one or the other. I like them both. So we're, we're, we're drinking uh, Doc wine here, DOCs. Absolutely. We wanted to do them side by side, but I already drank the DOCG. <laughs> I just in the kitchen staring at the clock. This morning, got up. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, Jim Morrison's alive. I woke up this morning and I got myself a Prosecco. All right, let me pop this thing. Okay, here we go. Ready? One, two, three. Yay! Now pour them out, man. All right, here we go. Pour one for the homies. Ooh. Look at a moose on this. The moose is loose. And here we go. Oh, nice little teeny tiny bubbles. You know, the one thing I read one time is you can tell about the quality of a sparkling wine by the size of the bubbles. Oh, yeah. The smaller, the better. And I can never figure out which one is small and which one is tiny. They all look small to me. I never saw like big bubbles. So I don't think that's a good way of uh, deciding what they are. Now, this just, one has got teeny tiny bubbles. So that's a good sign. Oh, it's just pretty. The color, I would say, is pale gold. Yeah, I'd go with that. Straw. I like gold better. When you're drinking bubbles, you don't want to talk about straw. What do you think of these flutes? Uh, pretty cool, huh? And he'll toot his flute for these you. Are, these are pretty. I stole them. You stole them? They're on loan, as a matter of fact. <laughs> Call it a loan. If, if you will. Yeah. They are. They're, they're, square, they're square bottom flutes. Okay, let's. Uh, okay, uh, your what hurts? Gold? Yeah. Okay, you're going to get the lemon thing on the nose. Uh, maybe some green apple. Yeah, I definitely get that apple. Mm, you know, Apple-y. Um, one thing about uh, the, these proseccos is that you don't get the yeasty thing because they're they're tank fermented rather than bottle fermented. They're not in as close proximity with the yeast, so you kind of. I know people don't really like the yeastiness of uh, of champagne. And that's why they love Prosecco because you get the crisp, clean taste and not the not the bready thing going on. So you don't normally get the bready thing with Prosecco, though I have had some that had a little bit of it. This one is the cream, cream clean, crisp one. Oh, yeah. And are you going to go in for a sippy sip? Let's do it. Yeah, sippy sip was a uh, shout out to Gary Vaynerchuk. I thought he was Sniffy Sniff. It was Sniffy Sniff, not Sippy Sip? Yeah, I'm pretty oh. sure it was Sniffy. My 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 mind is has, my mind is going. So here we go. Um, <laughs> there's that apple. Yeah, that's delicious. You know, there's like a, there's like a little bit of a mineral edge, and then the, then the, then the ripe fruit. Is this a little bit sweet, or is this this is brute, right? It's brute. Okay. And then there's like this kind of like lemon cough drop thing going on, just a little bit. You know, it's got a really nice finish, like honey. I was calling you honey. I'm saying it had a honey finish. Honey, honey, honey. Um, yeah, you're right, but it's kind of like uh, maybe orange blossom honey. It's not just sweet. There's some kind of a uh, thing there. Yeah, that's good. Orange blossom honey. Yeah. Is that a Martha Stewart thing too? She invented honey. What's the thing you have Marsha Stewart inventing all the time? Mm, I forget. Some kind of lime. Oh, no. Uh, it's uh, lemons. Oh, yeah. It's the uh, Meyer lemon. The Meyer lemon. Yeah. Thanks, Martha. So now she did the orange blossom uh, honey, too, I guess. Ooh, this is good glara. 
in the holiday season, if you don't really know the difference between what a, a champagne is and a Prosecco is, it's kind of fairly simple. Um, Prosecco is Glera grape and any other kind of grape. Like uh, you ever see Asti Spumani, which is another type of Italian bubbly. That's from the Asti region, and, and they use um, Moscato for that. Yeah. And that's that's a Spumante, which is the Italian word for bubbly. And Prosecco is kind of uh, the region, but it kind of they're doing the champagne thing where champagne is the region. Even though champagne is a sparkling wine and Prosecco is a sparkling wine, they're named after the region because they want to get people knowing their region. Yeah. Yeah. That ill collection I talked about earlier had um, a Prosecco that they just called um, the, the, what's the sparkling term again? Spumante. Spumante. Oh, if you ever see, sometimes you see like a rose and you can't get a rose from Glera grapes. So they're green. You need, you need a red, you need at least pink grapes to make it. So if you ever see a, 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 a rose from Prosecco, they got to call it a, Swamante or, or some other name they can't call cool. it a Prosecco because it's not a Glera grape. Yeah, they have that and then their other one is the Moscato. Yeah, and, and the other difference with um, between other sparkling wines and Prosecco is that it's made in the Charmat method which was invented uh, during the Industrial Revolution. They have these huge vats that are pressurized and you put the, the, the wine that they... Um, fermented the first time in there and they add a measured amount of sugar and yeast and then they put it in this pressure thing for whatever every every uh, every every uh, prosecco house has their own way of doing it but it's for weeks to months and that pressure puts the uh, the bubbles the co2 that try to get released from the fermentation second fermentation back in the wine that's where the bubbles come from champagnes in the traditional method they invented that in the 1500s. It's all hand done. You got to do it in each and every bottle. So one is one is the Middle Ages, and the other one is the Industrial Revolution. That's the main difference between Prosecco and Champagne. Of yeah. course, grapes are different, too. The Charmat method. Yeah. Joey Charmat invented it. Yeah, it's like laundry method. They should come up with a better name than Charmat. <laughs> you know, it's like, uh, yeah. And this is 11%, man. This isn't messing around. It's like drinking two beers yeah but you're supposed to drink it slower to get a buzz on yeah it does a nice you job know. it's a tasty prosecco mm-hmm. i uh i had a wine condom on that bottle i was gonna see if under under the bubbles it would blow it up like a balloon but it didn't ah. oh yeah this brings us something else here is something we found out about that we thought was like this is ridiculous and it turns out it's not so ridiculous oh the wine condom yeah, yeah. so we got sent these and they're really packaged cute. It's all about practice safe sips, um, protect your Pinot. You know, it's doing all this play on words and it comes packaged and you open it up and it looks like condoms. But you open it up and what you roll it down, it's um, winecondoms.com if you want to check it out. They have a video. You just roll it down over your open bottle of wine and it seals it. It's watertight. And my favorite thing is when I put a stopper on a wine and try to put it back upright in the fridge, it won't fit because of the stopper, the height of the stopper. With this thing, it's flush and it goes right back in there. It's pretty cool. Yeah, And there's plenty of times when you like you, you take the cork out of a bottle and it starts to come apart. And if you want to save that, you don't have a cork anymore or it rolls off the counter and goes, gets behind the garbage can or the dog starts licking it. You don't want to put it back in. 
And these things go on there. They seal it. If the bottle tips over, it's not spilling. If you're transporting it from like there's a party on the deck and you're downstairs in the kitchen, you want to transport an open bottle, put this on there. You don't have to worry about spilling things. Absolutely. It sounds, I mean, it's a wine kind of, you you hand this one to somebody and they go, oh, what are you doing, man? And then you go, oh, no, that's what it is. And it makes sense. Mix actually, it's it solves a problem that actually you have from time to time, and it's a it's a conversation starter. I mean, we, I, when I first heard it, I was like, "Oh man, that doesn't you know what that's yeah, all about." You're yeah, like, but, say what? Yeah, and I'll, after a while, you go, uh, "I think I could use this occasionally." And the, it, it doesn't do double duty because if you ever look at the neck of a bottle, th- that shouldn't be the proper size for an actual condom. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, so don't and I wouldn't like use if you didn't don't want to buy these, just use a regular one, you know, a pack <laughs> of Magnums or whatever those things are. Yeah, um, you probably shouldn't do that. But um, leave these the bottle one, all greasy. Yeah, but these things are probably. I mean, if you're you're having a party and you want to, you know, get a conversation going, they actually work and they're kind of fun and you know they. Protect- I think it's a great gift idea. Go check out their site winecondoms.com and um, it's just. It, it's packaged cute. Their website's cute. Just all the little plays on words that they do. Yeah. Screw the cork. That's their model. Yeah, because corks nowadays, I mean, they're, they're often they're so bad. I mean, it's hard to get, especially like value-priced wine. They're not great corks. If you actually get a cork, they crumble. Other times, they're some kind of plastic thing or, you know, and this at least maybe this doesn't at least go in the bottle. It just keeps it from you know, the wine from pouring out, I kind of like it better because it's not like you're not like the corks in there are any great shakes anyway. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, and stay tuned for winesoup.com, which will be online before too long. There you go. Winesoup.com. For all your wine uh, knickknack needs. Yeah. Anything else you want to talk about? Anything else about the wine? Because this is a really nice Prosecco. It is awesome. Thank you, Mr. Mianetto. You know, this is one of those things that you, you have people over, you're holding the glass, you're just sipping, you're having a great time. If they, you know, you walk around with the, with the bottle and want to top them off, they're going to be glad to do it. It's 11%, which for uh, for wine is reasonable. So you're not going to get your, your guests, um, you know, they're not going to end up drinking more than they should because they got to get home. Yeah, Prosecco is just a nice little drink. And this thing... It's crisp, clean, and delicious, if you ask Absolutely. me. Absolutely. I love bubbles for the holidays. Anything else in here? That's it. Okay. Sign this out. We talked about things, places, trains, places, and uh, automobiles, and that's good for us. So we we'll probably have another uh, podcast coming up for too long. Um, drink bubbly. It doesn't matter. Pick your own style, but drink it. It's good for you. Good to you. Peace out. Adios. Keep it cheap. And we'll talk to you in a little bit. Mm-hmm.